Everyone, my name is John Russos, and this is the Here's My Thing podcast. The table I was at was a little shorter than the one that Jesus was at during the Last Supper. There were half as many people, one of which was a woman across the table and to the left of me. She broke eye contact with her friend mid-conversation just to take a picture of the lotus in her latte. To me, she was metaphorically Judas. If the foam had a portrait of Jeff Goldblum, her actions would have been acceptable, but this lotus was poorly constructed, drawn by either a trainee or a barista who was trying to get fired. The other person next to me reminded me of Peter, consistently putting down what I think was a flat white where my elbow would normally rest. In doing so, denying it the right to flare out when I typed, I felt constrained, my elbows in, while I googled what the names of the other apostles were. That's the thing about communal tables, a lack of structure, a lawless land dependent on the moral compasses of the people sitting at it. Ideally, you sit next to the type of person that Microsoft has in their Surface Pro commercials. Neat, compact, drawing shapes on the screen with their finger. But that isn't likely, because no one owns a Microsoft Surface Pro. Chances are you'll end up next to someone with a 24-ounce hydro flask and a puffy jacket that doesn't hang on the back of their chair, but instead falls into place right by your leg. The only time that sitting at the communal tables is my first choice is when my normal decision-making submits to the fantasy that a cute girl with mandala tattoos will sit across from me, taking my drip coffee, staring at the empty seat and single table, the one with succulents hanging above it, the one that was just washed down as to guarantee that I won't be guessing what the outside of my hand just felt, and turning my back on it just to sit four feet away from two new moms with their babies talking about how little sleep they've gotten, all in hopes that someone named Erica or Genevieve will sit across from me. I'd ask, where'd you get your tattoos done? Denver, she'd say. I'd come back with, how come? But then immediately wonder why I went with that. How, how come I got my tattoos in Denver? I'd nod. She'd reply, that's where I'm from. And give me a slight squint and tilt her head. My university's dining hall was called the Commons, and in the middle of the Commons were three long communal tables. It was a Catholic school, but I don't think that had much to do with the naming of the tables, Jesus Tables. It's a perfect representation of how much Catholicism was jammed down my throat during my time there. Not much at all. I was never forced to go to Mass. There was a weekly email for dorm service. It would hit my inbox, but then get quickly bounced into the deleted folder. If students were getting suffocated with religion and guilted into participating, then I think the tables would have instead been called the big tables. Dinner and 30 at the Commons, the first one in the group chat would say, followed by a series of I'm downs, then ultimately confirmed with a I'll snag a Jesus table. They had benches instead of chairs, so when crowded, it made for a tough entry and exit for anyone with tight hips or stuffed L.L. Bean backpack. A context arthritis, groaning, sucking air in through your teeth, trying not to bump into anyone while sitting down with a pasta bowl that was served on a plate. There was a silverware station that people would hit right before sitting down. No one wanted to eat scalloped potatoes with their hands, but getting a fork to do so was really a secondary objective. The station's less celebrated purpose was similar to a crow's nest on a ship. A lookout point. A lookout point to find where people you knew were sitting. Because sometimes the dinner text would be delivered in a less descriptive manner, not confirming if your party was at a Jesus table or at a booth or on the quiet side. 
So when you get to the silverware station, instead of grabbing a spoon for your soup, you grab a knife on purpose, buying time to survey the field, your eyes bouncing off each buzz cut and ponytail until you find the ones that you spend the most time with. Next to tripping and spilling your food on someone, the nightmare scenario is that you stand at the silverware station and can't find anyone you know, but you thought your friends would be there. So you crinkle your forehead, look confused, and reach into your pocket, pulling out your phone, careful to not bring your lanyard with it, and call one of your friends, but it goes to voicemail. Then there you are, rosy-cheeked with a sniffle, having no idea where you should sit, But the longer you stand in one spot looking over everyone, the more awkward it gets, and soon enough insecurity starts to settle in. The universal plan B for this and similar situations is to double tap and open up Instagram. Each swipe up your screen buys you a few more seconds to make a move. I found that the best way to not even chance standing alone over some forks with a clueless look on your face was to just get pizza to go. Finger food. And the pizza was actually pretty good. But there are times times when meatloaf wrapped in bacon is being served, that cheese pizza isn't going to cut it. And it's in this case, if alone, I'd keep my headphones in, grab a fork, and with tunnel vision, beeline to the quiet side, which was really more of a large study room. There were plenty of tables, and everyone's heads were down in Ochem textbooks or sucked into season three of Gotham. Considering all that, I have admiration for a select group of individuals, people who would show up to the commons not knowing if any of their friends were there. And instead of taking their food to go in a not-as-intuitive-as-you'd-think-to-go box, they'd stay at the silverware station for half a minute at times, unprecedented courage, scanning the room, looking for a group of people with beanies that don't go over their ears, which in Portland is like looking for someone in a red flannel at a rodeo. And in the event that they couldn't find their group... There was never a crinkle on their forehead. They didn't resort to their phone to act like they just got a text from someone. But instead, they'd pull up a spot at one of the Jesus tables to make a new friend. Everyone, my name is John Russos, and this has been another installment of the Here's My Thing podcast. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.